here we go. Spring of 2020. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode 61. This is a new intro for this episode because something absolutely insane just happened to us. We already recorded this and posted it, but had to retract what happened and bring you a live update of what our sit, what just happened in our sit. So I'll cut to our podcast or what we recorded before we went on hunting, and that's going to talk about this week's weather and all that good stuff, and then I'm going to bring it back and uh just wait through this the weather stuff and come back and listen to what just happened to us um we're gonna cover you know the week of october 5th here and then uh yeah we're gonna give you the three best days of hunt plus the weekend warrior plus all that good stuff get through the weather report and then listen to us past that jeff how we doing I'm good. Busy day, but yeah, we might we might sound like we're in a hurry here because we kind of are. It's about four o'clock right now, and we are we need to be in stand. I'd say by at least five. Um, so this is gonna be a quick one. Probably if you hear doors behind us, it's because it's really windy, and we finally have gotten a south wind for the first time, and I think over a week. So that sets up nicely for the farm, um, the new farm that we bought. And there is some possible shooters that were lingering around. The last picture I got of a buck this morning was 7 a.m. Um, but they were up in, in the field at 6 a.m. this morning. Um, so we are going in after them. It's a, it's a big, wide, <clears throat> big-bodied 10-pointer is like the, the target here. I am not 100% certain that I want to shoot him. But... Yeah, I guess I don't – I just don't know if I'm to that point yet where I can just look at a mature buck and like him because he's he is mature. He's going to have he, – I mean, he's big-bodied and probably 21 wide. He doesn't have much tine length. <clears throat> I mean, what longest tine is probably seven yeah, inches. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he's look, you're looking at like 135, 140, maybe 10-pointer. But – be a hell of a nice buck first year out here. I mean, I know if it, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, he's been around a ton and we finally got a south wind and he was there this morning. So more than anything, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, we can take advantage of that first south. And on the cell cameras, if, you know, if cameras show us a buck going into a bedding area in a morning, will that, you know, can we get on that night? So this is, kind of an experimental thing um but unfortunately it cuts the podcast short and in lieu of getting this thing out to tonight still for people for this week um we're gonna just do a quick uh kind of like the beginning of what we usually do for a podcast so we'll go over the weather for this week and then the top three sits and some of the tick tips that we want uh you guys to be working on but here's the issue it's gonna be hot 
This week sucks compared to last week. 64 degrees right now. I mean, it's just go ahead, <laughs> ramp, go ahead and ramble them off. You got the forecast in front of you. 70 degrees tomorrow. 65 Wednesday, 66 Thursday, 77 Friday, uh, and then Saturday, 73. The low looks like Wednesday night at 41. But otherwise, um, mid to upper 60s, which is above average this time of year. And then it kind of leaks over into that next week, into the the week of the 12th through the 17th. but it's going to start cooling off that week again. So hopefully that's when things are a go. Yeah. So my number one sit of the week would be tonight, Monday night. Um, sorry, probably didn't get the notice. Uh, it is falling pressure. We are, um, you know, rising temperatures, but it's the first time back to average in about seven to 10 days. And it's the first self in about seven to 10 days. So, um, you know, it's stiff out of the south. It's not yeah, just it's a like, strong south wind that should lie down a little bit tonight here. Um, so we can – I like I like tonight's conditions. Um, I don't like the rest of the week. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to take advantage of it tonight. Sit number two would be Thursday afternoon. And the reasoning is uh, the pressure does peak on Thursday at 30.2, which is pretty good for especially a day in the mid-60s. Um, but the thing that we're keeping our eye on is in the morning, there's going to be a slight West to Northwest wind. And then the afternoon will actually, looks like there's some type of switch that's happening mid afternoon, possibly later in the afternoon. Um, and it depends on when that switch is going to happen. But if that switch takes place right around three or four and you can get out to a stand with it, that's advantageous for a South wind in an area that's advantageous for north betting this is this could be an example of a of a one of those situations that we talked about earlier we took it me and you actually went out on that one earlier this year where it was a south wind it switched to north we took advantage of south betting with north winds blowing you know away from that betting and bucks came right out of that betting mm-hmm. area um so beyond that plus plus the next day friday it looks like it could be up to 80 almost which is just disturbing for October. Um, and you're looking through the weekend, 72 and 67. Um, I'd say Sunday. If you're, if you're nailing me down a day for the weekend, it might be, it might be um, sun. I guess maybe Saturday afternoon. Looks like it's going to get looks cold like, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night's got a lower, low temp of 48 um, versus Sunday night at 56. Yeah. So Saturday evening, yeah, seems a little more appealing. Yeah, it's, I'm, I don't not I don't love any of it, but Thursday is actually pretty intriguing when I look at it. Um, it's just I like those midday wind switches. I don't think I don't think there's anything better than it. So, in recap, best sit of the week I think is going to take place tonight, hopefully, and we're a little bit. Um, you know, kind of rooting for ourselves here. Next good sit would be Thursday afternoon if that wind switches. Um, and then if I, were to na- if I were to nail down a third day and then uh, for the weekend, I actually would go Saturday af- evening. Um, but it's not 
There's a little bit of a wind shift there too with a north northwest in the morning and east southeast. Yeah. At evening. Yeah. If there, you can it use happens that to again. That's a that's a pretty aggressive one too. North to east southeast. Huh. And then southeast all Sunday. So if you have a specific southeast stand, we haven't had a southeast in a long time, so that would be a a good time to pop into one of those places. I always I always have a couple southeast wind stands cuz just we always get a southeast couple days of southeast during um end of october during november as well um so that's that is the weather report i think uh top food sources we're seeing a lot of corn getting cut today so i think by the end of the week we're gonna probably have you're gonna lose a huge amount of standing corn around here which is gonna be awesome by, by what day probably by just this week you're gonna by like next week a monday you're i gonna bet have, Oh gosh. There's going to be a lot of corn that gets gone cuz we had good weather. 25%? Probably. I mean there's there's nothing that? stopping them. So like they're obviously starting, so like they're going to be going Weather looks to be dry enough. I mean oh, you're not yeah, getting a, you're not you're not getting rain that's going to There is up. absolutely nothing stopping them for 10 days right now. Pound it out, get it off. Yeah. So that is, I would say, the, the number one food source if I were to predict. That, I mean, if you can get on a, a cut cornfield um, this week, you know, the weather isn't great, but they'll still get out there to those um, cut cornfields. And then uh, still, if you got, you know, our green fields are still going to live, looks like. I mean, good couple weeks here. They're going to live in November probably, clover and alfalfa fields. Sometimes they can get killed off. We did have frost this past weekend. so Winter rye as well. Yeah, when we talk about, you know, take notice on some of your food plots possibly changing a little bit after a frost. We did have some good frost this, this weekend, um, so some of your food plots could be changing. And then, you know, you got a good acorn drop somewhere, you get in on that. Any predictions for tonight? Do you feel good? Do you feel bad? <laughs> I don't feel bad. Um, I I actually feel good. And like Taylor was saying before, we – he doesn't know for sure if we're going to pull the trigger on this this 10-pointer that it is unnamed because it is so basic that it doesn't even qualify for a name. But, um, that is an aggressive win, too. My God. I don't know if you can hear that in the podcast. But but I'm none, – nonetheless, even if – I feel like it could be a pretty good observation set. It could yeah. turn out to be one of those, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're – the cameras aren't lying. We're going to be seeing a lot of deer, and we're going to be right in the right in the middle of them. So, it's going to be, it it should be a fun sit. Um, Jeffrey and I sat last week off this location, kind of observing it. Um, last Wednesday night, where we had a you know more west wind, um, and saw like in, somewhere between ten and fifteen deer, a small buck chasing, acting like a freak. Um, Two I, little bucks fighting. You know, Yep. Went in after I didn't. I then went in after a buck on Friday. Um, he was a no show, uh, and we saw another. I saw that was a different farm and saw a lot of a lot of deer that night as well, and a little buck chasing. Uh, the cold weather really just triggered the little bucks, and it's triggered the scrapes and rubs. What did you see down at your place today? So it went down to the land for the first time. I uh, probably it's probably two weeks i gotta swap out the uh, cameras i i noticed i mean there was one main scrape 
two weeks ago when I was there that we had a camera on, and I bet I saw 10 to 15 today in, in wow. common spots. I didn't, and that's not even going deep in the woods, you know, like on active trails. That was just edge of the woods um, and then on the paths that we have mowed. But I I didn't look for any um, any rubs or anything, but the definitely a huge um upgrade to the the scrapes are on yeah i i well i haven't seen a ton of scrapes yet i mean we've had deer breaking my our scrape trees i had a a small tree that we put in the ground that for a scrape tree and they had a buck just completely break it in half um the other tree that was meant for a scrape tree has been rubbed where it had to get repaired as well um and geez didn't even talk about this yet we had a, so we had this uh, four-year-old, possibly whatever mature at least, buck, at least a four. Yeah, and he was at, if you go into our Instagram or Facebook last week, um, I think it was the picture I posted when we posted the yep. podcast. You had the ten and yeah. the eight there. So that eight-pointer, pretty nice buck. Um, he was he's kind of in the same position as that ten-pointer. Uh, all of a sudden, <laughs> I think that was the last day we had a picture of him like that. He uh, snapped his whole right side off. Four all, days ago, you posted All he that. has on his uh, right side now is a brow tine. And, and a, very, a chunk of the main yeah. beam. So he completely snapped off his whole main beam at the base in something. And he's not. he wasn't injured or anything, so we're assuming it was a fight, which is pretty crazy if, he's, if, they're, if they're going at it like that already, but... Could've Unfortunate. Hopefully it saves his life because I was kind of on the. I didn't really want to shoot him either. Um, but, geez, weird. Just already seen him. We might see him tonight. You know, now we'll probably he, see him like a yeah, hundred times. He'll show up twenty yards broadside. Just fucking. Oh, and I'll probably see him like hundred times through the year. Just. But that's okay. That's okay because yeah. if he's a questionable buck, yeah, we'll wait for. And now you year. have a reason not to shoot him because he's missing a horn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, stay on the farm because he's another one that has a big body, and I just you know I it's like this ten tonight. If I see him, you know his body's just gonna be big. He just looks like a big bodied, just bruiser buck. I think I think we call him Stub or Nub or something. But are you making that up right now? I think I started calling him ahead that Stubby or Nubby. Stubby, Stubby. You called him on the phone the other day when you called me. Stubby. Got short man problems, short person complex. Probably drives a jacked up truck. He broke the big eights antler off, probably. <laughs> I would. I mean, we was it? Oh, on the fourth, the fourth of October, we had mm-hmm. you had pictures of those two sparring. I don't. It's you can't tell in still pictures if it was aggressive sparring or just playful. But well, it obviously got aggressive with him at some point. That it was aggressive. At some point. I don't know if it was a Big Ten that broke his antlers off or not, but yeah, it got it got intense at some point. Um, other than that, I think it's just it's been at the place that we this new farm is, has just exploded in the last ten days. I would say with yep. new bucks, just tons of deer piling in here. Um, so right now, I'm on the right. We're on the right track in the sense that it's kind of as <laughs> I hilariously said Wednesday night when Jeffrey and I were sitting together. It's happening because this is exactly what we'd planned for put as much food here as possible leave it standing tons of cover 
Um, I feel as if that phrase will be used pretty heavily this year. Yeah, it's happening. It's, it's, and <laughs> it's not so boring like he's making it sound. It's it's happening. Like, <laughs> yes. Deer showing Think up. Think about it. Very excited. Yeah, excited phrase that I'd say. Um, yeah, so, it, I mean. 1080 Outdoors. It's I, happening. Yeah. I'm going through that right now where I'm like, I'm losing interest in the other places I hunt because I like this place is getting me so jacked up. And I keep waiting for a really big one to show up. I think it's I think it's gonna happen. So that's gonna be playing in my mind um tonight if we see the Big Ten or Stubby, whatever you want to call them. Cause another buck last another buck showed up last night that has big brow tines that I'm not sure. We're gonna call him curly. Yeah. Was big, long, curly brow tines. And long tines. I mean it He's got a good frame. His G2s are 10 inches at least. Yeah. But he's just not, I would say, 8, 17, 18 wide. Yeah, he's not wide. He's similar to the other. We got another, there's another 10-pointer that I'm I'm pretty sure good. is a three-year-old that is really big. He'd probably be the biggest, highest scoring deer on this property. Like, he may be pushing 140 to 150 as a three-year-old. Gosh, his G3. On his left side is equally as long as his G2. Is Curly a 10-pointer, too? Or is he I got eight? a picture of him here. So he's a, it looks like he's a mainframe 8 with kickers off his main beam. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's hard yeah, to tell in the yeah. picture if they're going to count. Well, points. yeah, it's hard to tell if he's – so he's got, like – yeah, his his fours look like they're starting or – So maybe – Almost look like they're broke off. To me, something. it makes me feel like maybe he is a little bit younger. Well, I thought I had him this summer, and I thought I had labeled him as young. And he don't look that young in that picture. Because <laughs> then we had an, I had the other camera, that another cell camera, where I th- I think it was him walking broadside, and I was like, well, that is a mature buck body right there. So I don't know. We're dealing with that. It's it's always it's difficult. I, I'm trying to leave my preconceived ideas from the summer away because. I think that can mess with you because they're—I mean—they're all just slender and they look so much different. Yeah, that—that that, we looked at that earlier. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So we had curly at three thirty, probably the last picture of them. But there's a lot of bucks. I, I would say there's like six to eight bucks that are over three that are frequenting this area right now. So I mean, I'm hoping we see something bigger. I still haven't seen anything bigger than it. well, besides when Jeffrey and I saw the four uh, the. the two big bucks early season out at that other land yeah we haven't i haven't seen anything and i haven't seen a mature buck in a while so it's a little bit warmer tonight a little too warm i don't really like it that much but got that south wind first south after a lot of north and we're gonna go try it so i know this is only 20 minute long podcast but we actually do have some really good um podcast interviews coming up so um, we're talking with some of the industry big shots not mentioning any names but Stay tuned, and uh, you will. I guarantee you, you're gonna love the next few weeks of podcast because we got some heavy hitters coming in. All right, everybody. I guess hit the beach this week. If you're gonna take a week off of hunting, this would be it. Enjoy the last. Yeah. Because the cold, crossed. the cold front that hits after this, it's gonna be fucking fire. And I, this is potentially the last warm weekend here yeah. in Southwest Wisconsin. Well, then, well. Or week. So whenever weekend. the whenever the cold front hits, like I think it's go time. The next it's one. it's definitely go time. Push in, do something aggressive. But then even after that, like you're getting into 
even if the weather isn't great, you're probably still going to be trying to hunt somewhere because you're looking at the end of October and then in November. It's happening again here where it's just fucking season slips by and all of a sudden we're staring the, I mean, it's the fifth right now, but I feel like I'm staring because of this at least 10 day warm front. I feel like I'm staring in the middle of October down right now. And it's going to be all of a sudden we're slipping into the end of October. And so that's another reason why I kind of want to push it tonight. Cause if I do want to shoot him, it'd be nice to get him shot before the mass chaos takes place. And so we shall see. We need to get out there. It's about 4.30. We're going to walk out to our place, and we will keep you updated and keep an eye out for other podcasts because we're going to have some great interviews coming up this week. Thanks, guys. Have a good good luck. Have a good hunting week or a break week. Go Packers. Yeah, Packer game tonight. Don't turn this podcast off. Update. My God, it's 7.30, Jeff. And what we just went through was quite possibly the strangest – I don't think I like it. I don't, I actually, I'm pretty certain I don't like it. Like what just happened? No, but there are a few positives that came out of it. So, <clears throat> all right. Give you a quick rundown. I don't know. I was probably a little bit ramped up earlier when we recorded. Maybe I didn't explain it as well as I should have. We had a nice, and we'll call him stubby, um, buck who was daylighting this morning, moving into a bedding area. And then we had a first south, um, that is, that is very good for this farm to hunt. Um, so we were able to get up in a blind that is placed in between two clover fields that are like really small micro plots with scraped trees where a lot of actions been happening. And, uh, about, I don't know, what did you say? A hundred to 150 yards from the woods, um, with in between that and the woods is, is, uh, fallow. Uh, most of it's fallow clover field, which is part of my testing theory this year at this place. But anyways, so we have tactic cam cell cams out, which are remarkable. Um, here's, here's the, here's the thing. We did not see a deer tonight. <laughs> I know this is going to sound weird. <laughs> this that is going to sound weird that I'm all, we're all riled up about this, but we did not see a deer tonight, but I think in person in front of, yes, us. I think that it was like, I don't know, weird anyways. So it was about six fifteen. We get it. There wasn't any movement really anywhere on the cell cams, and a uh, buzz goes off, and the camera, which is about seventy five yards below us, in the in like the same open field. So like this field used to be a big egg open. Like last year was just corn. Well, this year we did a ton of different updates. Um, I'm sure you can go in and listen to previous podcasts to explain it. But essentially, the theory is. Um, we created a ton of diversity, ton of cover, um, and just a lot of structure. Ton of food. Ton of food. Yeah. So there's a I don't know I'd say a quarter acre clover field that is completely secluded, hidden from any stand. Really, we, it's just one of those things we don't hunt. There's a camera on it, and uh, that's the that's the camera that hit, and the buck we were after was standing there at six fifteen. Let me see if that was what is that what the time it was? I believe it was like or maybe but it was like six twelve or something. Uh he showed up first at, picture at six twelve. Yep. And he looks good in that picture. <laughs> so we both stood straight up, set the chairs down, got ready. Then he meanders and um 
he's just grazing in the clover plot. And we have about, uh, I don't know, five more pictures of him. And he's dead center in the camera. And at, uh, so we're sitting, we're sitting in the blind. Like this is happening while we're here at six seventeen. he's dead center in the camera and then he disappears. So then we're, we're on pins and needles. Obviously we're a good 45 minutes of shooting time. And, uh, I don't know what he did, but he, he came back to the same camera at six forty-seven. reminder shooting times at seven hung out there. We see his ass end at six forty-nine. Another buck comes through at six fifty-nine. We leave our stand at, I would say seven Oh eight. Cause it was definitely past seven. Cause shooting time was seven. It got past shooting time. I remember making a comment being like, God, I could still shoot. We packed everything up. I don't know, close the windows and shit. I bet it was 7.08, 7.10, right around there when we actually like left. And uh, he <laughs> is at the scrape tree in the little clover microplot that we hunted over in a 20-yard chip shot at 7.13. And now we're just sitting here watching him pretty much – parade around in front of that blind i wish i had a sound effect like on the price is right when you get something wrong and it's like bum bum ba-dum. oh man just like so wah, wah, wah. positives first pretty awesome that he was out that I, we haven't he hasn't daylighted like that yet like that was intense i mean he was out full hour almost before shooting time i don't think we've we haven't had any mature buck that close and it, it comes down. This is this is the south after all these norths. They just I don't know. It's a mature buck thing or what? Because there's another. I mean, the other buck wasn't bad, but um, I don't know. I Mark Drury talks about it all the time. The, the first south after a bunch of norths, and I've never really picked up on it. But you know, like today was a perfect situation with it, and lo and behold, there's. I mean, that was a killable, mature buck. And I think I said I was going to kill him because I got ramped up when we saw that picture. <laughs> I mean, that one picture, he looks really good. He's still, I know, he's stubby and nubby or whatever he's called. But So the positive is, um, I guess the design of that area is working the way I wanted to. I mean, it's no, it, it's absolutely no secret that he just hung down there until – Dark, dark and came up but he's i mean he's close so give give me a you know a little bit colder i don't know he's, he's not gonna do that he's not gonna always do that um the other pause is we were able to sneak out of there without scaring him i think that's the biggest one that is the biggest one by far because it, it feels like every slight movement we make in there mm-hmm. is magnified and my thought process as we were sneaking out i'm like well there's no way he didn't just hear us every step you take you know the crunching of the leaves it's like yeah and the wind wasn't you know it was windy earlier but i bet it was i bet it's only like between five and seven right now but perfect wind five minutes of us leaving he's on camera yeah right in front of where we were so that yeah that's a positive in well a- i can't speak enough about so well behind the blind is a standing cornfield with a mowed trail right to the door so we just slip right out the back door literally and where they're standing, they still haven't hit our ground set. They still haven't. And I wouldn't foresee them coming up there and ever getting that. <clears throat> no, not unless they go all the way up to the 
you know, all the way out to like the main plots. It's an interesting spot. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't change anything. It just didn't get up there early enough tonight. That's all there is to it. I mean, I, yeah, there's literally sucks because he was forty. He was out there forty-five minutes before shooting time, or forty-eight minutes before shooting time. It's like, come on, man. And he like when we first saw the picture, he was we thought he was beelining, but then he kind of just hung out in there. Oh. He got distracted. Something distracted him down yeah. there. Well, really nice lush clover. <laughs> that's that's a prime clover and chicory mix, I think that one is. Um, yeah, and it turned out. I mean, it's a really nice plot. But. <sighs> I don't know. Are you a believer now in the south after north? How can I don't know how I can't be. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture like yeah on my property that same scenario and and where to hunt. But um, I I brought this up to you while we were out there, and I I know it's October fifth and it's early, but I thought for a, a second is it worth hitting him yeah. with the ground? And the only reason I I normally. Hmm, I shouldn't say I normally wouldn't even think about that, but the a main reason that it came to my attention or I wanted to ask Taylor about it was we had, within the last few days, multiple pictures of him sparring. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, maybe maybe it would be enough to pique his interest and just get him up here a little sooner. Don't know if it would have worked. I, so this, could, is where, this is where it's kind of uncomfortable. It could have spooked him. And, yeah. And we, yeah, and we would have been but even like more the spooked. uncomfortable thing is like – <clears throat> I would have never. I don't. I didn't. I haven't even been bringing my grunt to you yet. Cause like I know I can't. I can't control myself. I and I always say like the only time I use a grunt tube is if if you see one, especially right now. Like I wish I had it tonight. Well, this but is a, we have that information because of a fucking cell. I was just gonna say this is a weird circumstance. That's what I'm saying. Like it's uncomfortable. Like I don't like it. Like so, I would have never. Of used one, and that's we didn't even see a fucking deer in a blind grunt or blind grunting, yeah, with no deer in sight. I used this time of the year. I used to always do that. Oh yeah, I used to. I've probably grunted three hundred and fifty times blindly in my younger times, hoping to bring something. Never saw a thing. (laughs) Maybe one time it worked. I don't know. But yeah, tonight I would have, if I had a grunt tube, we would have tried it the last twenty minutes. Especially when he came back to that camera the second time, I would have hit him with it. But that is uncomfortable because it's that, I mean, I would have never done that had I not known he was there. Right. And I know he was there because of those cameras and they're like, what the fuck? That is, it is like a moral, like weird thing. Is this okay? Yeah. I felt like, I felt like naughty. It's, well, it's, it's uncomfortable. I mean, we know he's right. It's like, we were talking about, we probably, I mean. The way the wind was and everything, like you could have snuck down there to that plot probably and like possibly had a shot at him. And I don't know, man. It, they're gonna have to do something about these fucking cell cams. Like that is, I hadn't even thought about that. Like seeing one and then like aggressively calling, I had not even thought about that. But yeah, that is a f- extremely advantageous thing to, to have happen. Because your biggest your biggest dilemma when you for calling is, well, you don't want to you know you 
you don't want to blind call and get caught off guard or whatever. <laughs> just been there, done that multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> the few the few times it's actually worked. When it's worked, it's usually yeah, you get caught off guard. Yep, and you get caught ran over, and they're twenty yards in front of you, like staring at you, like what in the fuck? Why were you grunting? See you later. I can think of two times in the last three years that that's happened to me. Ah, man. Such a weird... It's a... It's, it, it's... Yeah. The more these cameras progress and... Like, we're sitting there and it's like, God damn it, I wish I had a camera over there right now because I think that... I thought that's where he's walking and it's like... Can you imagine? Jesus, what is this? What is it going to turn into? If it gets if it gets to the point where they do a live feed, which, gosh, I don't know if it ever would, but if it does a live feed in the situation we were in tonight where we're watching that deer live in front of that camera, you hit a grunt and he picks his head up, looks in our direction. And then uh, that, yeah, that's just ridiculous. I, walks I don't at think us. that's, I think that we're losing some, some type of touch with reality there, but. I, you know, and it's also one of those things that, I mean, as far as, as long as it's legal, it's a tool that you can use. Like, I don't know, I'm not, I guess I'm not going to apologize for it. Like if I were to, like, I'm not, I don't give a fuck if I kill a, a nice mature buck and it, that thing helped me, I guess I, I will deal with the morals when they come. Like if I decide that that just didn't feel right, then maybe, I don't know, what are you going to do? Turn it off? Put a delay on it. Right. Well, the DNR might make you. I don't know. Yeah, I know. We talked about that before on the podcast, whether there's going to be some type of laws that or DNR that step in and kind of change what what we have, the rules are now. But, well, it was, a, I mean, a very exciting night considering we did not see a single deer. But we it were. It kind of felt like we did, though. Yeah, it did. I mean, God, I don't know how many times I envisioned his antlers coming through that those tall weeds because I mean he was paths. just over the, like he was seventy five yards. You away. think if you didn't have that tall foliage there, we would we would have seen him? Yeah, you could see. But him. then again, he probably wouldn't have taken the route he would have taken if if the layout was different. Yeah, I mean, there. there's no so like the way that it's set up is like that plot is a really like prime staging plot obviously like what he just did tonight like he just staged up in there until dark and then then started venturing out now the other plots technically are staging plots too um there's a little bit more risky but for him like hunting him down there like hunting down on that other plot where he was i mean that's just that's difficult it'd be difficult to hunt down there because you think the access was tough to get out of tonight. Imagine being 75 yards further down. But he would have been shot also. Because <laughs> the wind was perfect for that. I mean, Tacticam is... They're on top of their shit. Finally a doe appears. This is the first doe we've seen out here tonight. 745. There have been so many deer out there. I was shocked we didn't see any. I know. Like Warm. even... Even yeah, last Wednesday we saw you know, upwards of ten. Well, I'm probably eyeing Thursday, 
especially with the north wind in the morning, possibly pitching to the south. So we might be back out there. Other than that, man, geez. That would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been, yeah. It's going to be a rodeo if a buck comes into that that setup because it just feels like it's going to feel like they're on top of you. Because you got tall, you got every like so much cover around there, and then there's, they'll just they'll, they're gonna appear out of nowhere at like fifty yards, like forty. That's forty that's and the under. Scary thing. I think that's my biggest mistake with that with that spot is I didn't make the plots. I probably I probably will next year make them a little bit bigger. But <clears throat> well, we're gonna go watch the Packer game. Try to try to calm down here tonight so I can get some sleep and probably be back at it Thursday. I don't think we need to. I don't think we need to send off again. It's just we wanted to update everybody on this, and this is a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty cool night. Mm-hmm. All right.